on the next episode of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today is whiskey episode, so here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From the folks at Lucky 7, we have the Proprietor Single Barrel 6-Year. It's barrel number 14. We have the Proprietor Single Barrel 14-Year. It's barrel number 28. From the folks at Diageo, we have the Blade and Bow 22-Year. From the folks at Beam, we've got the Booker's Bardstown Batch 2021-03 release. And the Booker's No Strangers Batch 2021-04 release. We also have from them the Baker's Exclusive Selection, 11-year, 8-month-old. From Heaven Hill, we've got the Larceny Barrel Strength Batch C921. That's the last batch of the year. And then from Jackie Zycan, we've got the uh, Brown Foreman, the Old Forester 117 Warehouse K. It's the second release of that one. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it's sips suds and smokes with your smoke and host the good old boys It's sipping time. Yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. This is our first new show being recorded in 2022. I'm going to bring it up again. We don't discuss the sexy time. We don't discuss everything good in life. I still enjoy the sexy time. You men are getting old. I know your wife. Trust me. That is not the good I well, I enjoy it. She doesn't have to. There is, there is nothing good there. Poor woman looks like you, you, you ever seen one of those hostages when they She's rescue tired. them from like a bank robbery? Yeah. You remember that pizza guy that had the bomb strapped to his neck? Yeah. Same look. Yeah. You know, please, it, please, somebody help me. It is recommended to go beyond four seconds. She's not that quick. Fine. The quickest monkey wins. So, <laughs> Well, as always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Oh, and now 3 a.m. They got rid of all those uh, old, uh, old ancient, shows. Ancient Hungarian basket weaving at 2 a.m.? Yeah. They got rid of them. Best thing. We're, not, we're number one. Yeah, we're number one at two and three. So, yep. well, this is Made Man Bob. Joining me today are Made Man Brent. Always a pleasure to be here in the basement. You've upgraded things a little bit. We have a table now. Well, it's not really a table. I mean, it's a piece <laughs> it's of plywood and a couple it's of sawhorses, <laughs> you know. And good old boy harm. I I don't even know what to tell you. I this it's 2022. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to be drinking with you guys. It's not 20 and it's not 21. Yay! <laughs> That's all I can say, man. I the the meme I saw the other day when, when you realize that uh, 2022 is pronounced 2022. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully 2022 is a better year and we don't have to deal with all the same garbage we've been dealing with. So, you know. As punishment for your desertion, it's company policy to give you the plague. (laughs) Hopefully no longer in 22. 
And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. All I can say to 2021 is don't let the toys hit you on the way out. Um, but he has lost his taste. Never had it. There's so many had it. Never had it. Yeah. Don't let what hit you? You'd have the tukus. No. That I is Yiddish for... Our, I know, don't let the door the, hit you on the tukus on the way out. He's missing one part of that line. <laughs> yeah. I'm missing a lot more than yeah. one part. Yeah. Well, again... <laughs> He had COVID, and uh, you know you what can tell. You know what they're talking about—that brain fog thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He I said, had that before. Yeah, he, too. Said, he said his taste came back, but we know better. <laughs> Are you kidding? COVID was an improvement in his taste. Yeah. Un- again, unfortunately, it went through his house, and and he says he got it back, but the woman that was with him, unfortunately, she, apparently, she has not gotten it back yet because, well, she's still there with him. But. It's okay. Some of the special <sighs> notes from last year to make a reappearance today. Oh, okay. Well, that works. Yeah. All right. Well, I was trying to work in Tukas fog in there, but <laughs> Tukas fog. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's next. That's if you. It's, it's a whole you year. Eat too much to chili. There's plenty of Tukas fog. Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right in the toilet. We're at uh, four minutes and 15 seconds. Straight in the toilet. All right. All so right. our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else you can drink. And today is whiskey episode. So here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. From the folks at Lucky 7, we have the Proprietor Single Barrel 6-Year. It's barrel number 14. We have the Proprietor Single Barrel 14-Year. It's barrel number 28. From the folks at Diageo, we have the Blade & Bow 22-Year. And from the folks at Beam, we've got the Booker's Bardstown Batch 2021-03 release and the Booker's No Strangers Batch 2021-04 release. We also have from them the Baker's Exclusive Selection 11-year, 8-month-old. From Heaven Hill, we've got the Larceny Barrel Strength Batch C921. That's the last batch of the year. Uh, And then from uh, folks at Brown Foreman, we've got the, well, folks brown farm from jackie <laughs> which you know she's the one that's making it from jackie's i we've got the uh brown foreman the old forester 117 warehouse k it's the second release of that one so we're gonna have justin tell us all about our sips ratings okay i have the uh, guy from coming to america in the barbershop you do where when is he coming <laughs> eddie murphy's not here yeah that's that's bad one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Ay. Wow, that's just. Gunga water. Gunga Bring water. Bring water. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting, but what was this again? It's just me, or does he sound like Bella Lugosi? No, remember, remember, he has no taste. That's true. <laughs> Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. He's Eddie Murphy trying to do Billy Crystal, but he's doing both it, badly. You know what it really sounds like? It sounds like if you cross Bella Lugosi with um, Liberace. Is what I'm getting out of it. It's just not working. Okay. Well, they, they did that in the 70s. The, All right. The experiment was canceled. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you couldn't let like something like that live. You know. <laughs> All right. We might, we're four in. Let's go. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Not buying yeah. it. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
What, yeah. I, what I need is I have fun storming the castle. Somebody's got that sound. Do you have in the computer somewhere? Have fun storming the castle. No, oh, I can't do it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so the man, he's sitting there and he's eating the soup. He says, Vader, come try this soup. He says, what's wrong with the soup? No, come try the soup. Come, hey, what's wrong with the soup? Try the soup. All right, where's the spoon? Aha. Bobby, you did it better than I did. Aha. I yeah. give you that. Yeah. Yeah, bastard. Yeah, but they butchered the joke. Did yeah, they? bastard. You. All right. Be- better deliveries. Let's do All right, so let's move on to our first whiskey, and we're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. So our regular listeners should be familiar with the Lucky 7 Spirits, as we have discussed their products in prior episodes. They were all really good in the prior episodes. So, The company was founded by college friends Michael Lahilla and John Pals. It was their mutual love for the cinema that led them to name their company Lucky 7 in honor of the infamous Lucky Stage 7 on the Warner Brothers lot. In keeping with the movie theme, each bottle has a functional movie ticket front label, which you can peel back and scan the QR code to view a short film made to name each of their releases. And that's always we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. It, right, we did that. You yeah. know, it was it was very neat. So, this one here is the Lucky Seven, the proprietor, the proprietor single barrel, six year. It's barrel number fourteen. It's sixty point four percent ABV or one hundred twenty eight proof. There's twenty five hundred bottles. So, number of the barrels times X amount equals twenty five hundred bottles. We have barrel fourteen. This has a nice eighties. Uh, 80s penny copper color to it it's um on the nose i get cherry orange vanilla a little pepper man this is just just a I, i'm loving the nose i don't even know if i want to get to the palate on it but on the palate i get this beautiful creamy mouthfeel it just it really coats your i mean it coats your entire mouth um, you get some uh, that you get a little pepper up front, even uh, some vanilla. You get a small hint of cinnamon. You get uh, cherries, some toffee. Uh, and what I love about this, the finish doesn't stop. Yeah, it, it just goes and goes and goes. I and every time I taste it, I get another layer of a layer of something, you know. And it's I just keep going back to it. It's this is so pleasant. I don't know why. I'm glad that they did this is what I can say is uh, I want to go back to it. I want to search out bottles. I want to find it. Um, uh, I I actually agree with a lot of what you said, but I didn't, that doesn't jive with what my original notes, because this is the first thing I tasted with any alcohol today, you know, being not a lush (laughs) liar. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) today started at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) And it really, it, it burnt my tongue. And it, it, I thought the the proof was too high at one twenty. Didn't it? Didn't, and the, it, it, I got without water. It's super floral, and there was like notes of almost. It was like so high in alcohol. It was almost got like acetone notes. I did not get your your cherries at all. I got yellow fruit. I got light honey. I thought the palate was weird and watery, and then all of a sudden it became astringent. Again, my first sip of anything today. Now I'm coming back to it after tasting everything, and. Wow! Yeah, fantastic. it's just yeah. yeah. It's, the, the, you know that my that, palate's been that, sufficiently that, acclimated that, to this high that, proof. That pepper you hit right away, it hits the pepper right away, but then it just like dies off, and the creaminess just over overtakes your palate. That's what I like about it. I mean, it, it you're never went get creamy that. for me. It's still astringent. It, it's it, mm. and oh. the long finish is absolutely stunning. But yeah. what I've done now is added some water. I'm not doing it again, but 
Did anybody, any of you add water yet? Oh, yeah. sure. No. Yeah. Sure. Watch me wave it over the top. Mm. <laughs> I walk in the room and whisper, water. <laughs> We're in Florida. It's surrounded by water on three sides. How right. much do you need? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> so what'd you think, Justin? So on the palate, I got a really nice heat. And then there was like a solid sweet tart note. And I thought it was really cool. I mean, if you... I'm just grateful these guys didn't throw this into a blend. I'm glad they released it as a single barrel. Really well, he says it. sweet tart now because he asked us, what's that candy that's sweet, sweet and, and tart? tart? And yes. then he stared for a minute. And we all waited for him to go, like, go oh, yeah. Nope, didn't come. <laughs> he said <No>. Smarties. <laughs> Starting off the year slow, like every year. Do they even have Smarties in America? I remember oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Smarties? Oh, yeah. Smarties, yeah. They're just M&Ms. Oh. No. No. So they're little chalk tablet yeah. things. So. Oh no, those are not yeah. Smarties. It's Smarties, like a Smarties are they from made Cadbury. Into a candy or something. They are M and M's from a yeah. different company. That those that's those are what we call Smarties in Canada. Yeah, uh, I added some water to this, and the nose just really popped with the water. Mm. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the pal- nose was already there, the no- but it got right bigger with water. With the water, yes. The, the palettes stayed the same, but it, oh boy, it's hard to beat this. No, I, it. I think it needed the water definitely. Well, we'll be back and finish talking about this one. Yeah. Hey, and we're back, and we were discussing the uh, latest release and the folks at Lucky 7, the proprietor's single barrel six years, barrel number 14. I don't know if we can really say much more about this one. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I... I can't. Uh, it, it did take the water for me to yeah. get Brent's. I can't, I can't add any more to it than what you guys have already said. I mean, it's, 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 it's really, really great. So we're going to be rating... The uh, Lucky Seven Proprietor Six Year, a well deserved oh five yeah. steps. Yeah. What a way to start out the year. That's it excellent. First it is a great way to yep. start it off. And it's surprising because we really had no idea, you know, prior to opening this bottle, what it was going to be like. All right. Well, we're going to have Harm tell us about the next one from the guys at Lucky Seven. Thanks, Bob. Uh, the Lucky Seven, the Proprietor Single Barrel 14 Year, barrel number 28 came in at 66.55% ABV, or 133.1 proof. There's 2,500 bottles produced from this uh, private barrel. Is that correct? Well, there's single barrels, but there's a number of barrels. So this is barrel number 28. So there's at least 28 barrels that they made, and they're all single barrels. So so that 2,500 bottles is not this barrel. So Right. So I believe they all came from the same place, but they're all going to be very similar. They're all going to be very similar to each other. So, we're yeah, we're doing the barrel number 28, just like we did barrel number 14 right. on the first one. Yeah, I was just confused so, as to how you get 2,500 bottles out of a barrel. Right. That's 2,500 2, bottles from that batch. Yeah. Right. Um, but, all single, but all single barrel. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I wanted to mention uh, straight up front, when I looked from far away, every glass on this table, we have eight glasses in front of us looked the same color and then brent made fun of me he said you're going blind look compares number one and two and okay so i picked up one and two and there's a huge difference so barrel number two uh, uh, uh it's hard for him two. to see through those bloodshot eyes well after 120 proof the first t- so anyway the uh this is 133 this is much darker but then i looked at the others they are all the same damn color. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one darker whiskey we have. Right. The rest are that that burnished copper with a little red gold going on. Uh, this one is an old tarnished penny. 
Those right, are the right. only one. <laughs> the right. rest are all the right. same. This one goes back to the 70s on the penny <laughs> <Yeah>. killer. <laughs> this is yes. a tarnished penny. It's got that oil from being passed around from so many people's fingers. Uh, it's the and the nose. Let's see. So this is this is without water. I got rich cocoa, vanilla, and cherries. And uh, I just I just keep smelling it. I keep coming back to it. Now it's had about an hour's worth of air since we first poured it, or maybe a little bit more than that. And I just, it's it's cherries and chocolate and a little orange and tobacco and, and something sweet. Something like, like a, not, it's not really brown sugar. It's not honey. What is that sweet note, guys? Well, there's yeah. tangerine in there. Is that tangerine? Yeah, it's no. under undertone of tangerine, under, under the brown sugar. Yeah, you have no taste. I can't. I can't trust you. Well, somebody else say that. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody trusts me. I'm a lawyer. Yeah, that's true. But, um, and then on the palate, I felt it was like kind of a medium body. And let's give me a little sip here, real quick. But then it starts up medium on the on the weight, but it coats your palate so well. I think this is the. The, I like the palate on this much better than the six-year-old. You didn't. You like the six-year-old better, I, huh, Brent? I like. I definitely like the six-year-old better. No, this one. Yeah. No, we we disagree here. This one is the one. This is the one that speaks to me. And it's black cherries, toasted oat, and chocolate. And the finish is super long, just like the one you had. The, the six. The one that you talked about was a little right. bit long. This is even longer. This is even longer, dude. This is gorgeous. And this is without water. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I got I got a lot of oak and vanilla. I got the cherries. I got the hint of citrus, the peppers, um, a little bit of tobacco on it. Um, a little bit of a little bit of like a, a little bit of a burnt, a little bit of a burnt butter, a little bit of a burnt uh, like a burnt sugar butter on it. You know that for that sweetness. Um, that I'm all in for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I. Oh, and with the water. Oh my God! Did you try with the water? I did. I just did. Water. I just did. It. But uh, oh. but I just love the creaminess of that first one over this one. Uh, don't give me. They're, they're, you can't go wrong with either one of them. And you you know because they're from the same before the same company here. It's hard not to compare them one to another back to back. No, um, no, I would never. You know, right? If these are uh, you know. These are women in your bed. You're not kicking either one out. No. These are sexy women. No, right. Exactly. I mean, unless you want to preserve your marriage, then you may have to. Just right. not go in the room. Right. Just no, don't. Sorry. I can't go there. <laughs> Maybe even blend. I'm still married. I still love her. I can't come in here. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get canceled by somebody else in the whiskey business. <laughs> first oh. off, first off, you have to assume there's a woman that would even want to talk to your mangy. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude, I this is fantastic. I know you really love that that uh, barrel, that six year old, but I think this fourteen year old is is where it's at here. Barrel uh, barrel number twenty eight. I think um, it's gotten better the longer it's sat open. Yeah, to be I, honest, I do and, think it's gotten yeah. better. And I it's think gotten, this got and better and with water and adding yeah. water to it. Also, yeah. um, it's it's stepped up a whole notch for me. What do you think, Justin? I think this is one you uh, open up the beginning of dinner and just. Drink it with dessert. Don't touch it, right? Don't, Don't touch, touch it, it during dessert. dinner at all, right? Yeah. Open it up, have another drink of something else, and then come back to this one after we you're done with dinner. Back home. If it's brown, drink it down. If it's black, send it back. It's a very sweet bourbon. Racist. You, you wouldn't know is 133 proof. Well, it's got kick to it. I, well, I, I, mean, got, some no, spice, I thought this but. was smoother than that 120. Yeah. I yeah, thought I, this I, was I much do. smoother than that 120. Hmm. And I'm not like one of those guys like, oh, it has to be smooth. I mean, what does even smooth mm. mean to people these days? 
Yeah, this drinks like 115 to me. Yeah, yeah. I get the cocoa. I get the cherries. It's got I, that rich mouthfeel that makes it better. Yeah, I, yeah. The sweetness I get, I think it's almost like a coconut flake. Ah, uh, you know, like unsweet, coconut, okay. like unsweetened coconut. Yeah, you know, you're getting that little bit of coconutty to it, but it's not overpowering and it's not sticky sweet. Once Harm said cocoa, it's like that. Really, it's like a magic stuff. Like, like those Christmas magic bars, you know? They got that cereal and the butter and the coconut. Well, coconut is a, is a, is very much prevalent in American oak. That that flavor. Uh, you know, hot chocolate, Gear Deli hot chocolate. That's. That's it's not it. quite that, but it's close. It's a little more bitter. Like you. <laughs> I'm quite a bit more bitter. <laughs> yeah. I spent true. most of uh, the last two months yeah. of this uh, 2021 in the hospital. So, yeah, we are. Yeah, we bitter. are. We are underselling I'm you. Bitter. You are Mr. Bitter. So, I'm bitter. All right. Well, uh, I don't know, guys. This one, this one stepped up a whole nother level for me in the last oh, about wow. an hour. So, uh, we're going to be rating the you, you increase that rating. We're going to be rating yeah. the Lucky Seven Proprietor Single Barrel Fourteen Year Barrel Number Twenty Eight. A well deserved five sips. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I, I think thought, you could. I thought it had a long finish when we first opened the bottle, yeah. and uh, now sorry. I go back to it, and and the finish is you can five times as long. It's still going. I mean, you could flip a you could flip a penny between the two of them. And decide which one you like best. I mean, oh, they're both fantastic. That's '80s yeah. penny and a '70s penny, and the color difference. What can we say? I mean, everything <laughs> we've gotten from the guys at Lucky Seven they're, so far. Uh, I mean, they're they're. I don't they're want new no bright it. shiny new penny. I want me some old pennies. But all know. the stuff we've got from so far has been fantastic. They're I don't know. They're you know they've got somebody there who knows yeah. what they're doing and they're blending and they're sourcing. So uh, you know, hats off to them. So yeah, thank you guys. Let's go on to our next one. We're going to have Justin tell us about that. So now we're going to talk about Blade and Bow, 22 year. It's 46% alcohol by volume, 92 proof. Blade and Bow pays homage to the history of Stitzel Weller Distillery, opened by Pappy Van Winkle on Derby Day in 1935. Probably the only guy working on Derby Day. Pappy used to hang five keys on the door of the distillery office, representing the five keys to crafting bourbon, grains, Yeast, fermentation, distilling, and aging. And marketing. Yeah. And marketing, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Six, yeah. Blade and bow is named after the two parts of the skeleton key, the blade shaft, and the bow. I thought that the color was pretty light for a 22-year product. On the nose, I got vanilla, spearmint, jelly beans, I found the palate to be creamy. Jelly bean is not a flavor. <laughs> it is to me. Remember, okay. remember they make earwax flavored jelly beans. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's only right. for Harry Potter. Yeah. This is like the generic jelly bean unflavored. So sugar. <laughs> sugar. Well, so sugar. No. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah, no, look, I'm sorry. I'm giving you. I'm giving you guff. I didn't want to say anything more more no, PG. No, no, he has no. no taste. Remember that. No, no, really. I, I, it, it's about sense memory. This reminds me of jelly beans. It's a valid yeah. tasting note, and I'm sorry I insulted you. See, I'm trying to start 2022 better. <laughs> <laughs> working on my karma. <laughs> You're a complete bastard. We'll take it. It's not. It's not helping. It's forget it. It's not helping. Yeah, I'm. I'm transparent in my motives. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. You're not getting any better. 
So go ahead, Justin. I found the palate to be creamy, good mouthfeel, and the finish was medium long. What did you think, Bob? I enjoyed this one. Um, it's definitely, I mean, it's got that funk to it. You can tell it's got the age on it. It's, uh, and you can also tell this was probably on the very bottom floor or whatever Rick House yeah. this was in because at 22 years, you know, it's, it's, it's rare to have a bourbon that will survive 22 years, uh, much less be good. And it's, is, uh, is it a weeder like st- the rest of the Stitzelweller products were? I believe so. Yeah. They don't. They don't get into a lot of details, um, but it's got a lovely nose to it. It's very, very. Um, it's very finessed. There's, you know, it's very, very ethereal. There's a lot of layers to it. It's the first two were both, you know, whack you in the face. This one is the one that's just stroking the back of your neck and tickling your ear and, and telling you that you're not as homely as you really are. This one's really, really nice. This one's trying to seduce you. The other ones are. Uh... Mm-hmm. They've got the job done already. This was trying to seduce you. The other two were trying to jump you. Yeah. Um, It's got a lovely palette on it. It's got that old school funk on it. I've got a little bit of butterscotch in the back. Uh, Lovely. I mean, absolutely lovely. What'd you think, Brent? Yeah. You would never, ever pick this as a 22-year-old. Oh, no. No. no, I mean, if somebody gave this to you. This had to be the bottom floor, dead center of the Rick House. You would be 10 years off minimum Mm -hmm. if they gave it to you. There's no way that you pick this. And I love the old funk on it. I mean. That's the only thing that tells you it's got age is the funk. Right. but, But sometimes, you know, if you have an older some of these older bourbons, you get you have that old funk. And they're not, you know, and they're 10, 12 years. So. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of an like a nice old uh, turkey or something like that. Oh yeah, high yeah. praise indeed. You, you know, yeah. it's that's what it reminds me of an old old wild turkey. Uh, but um, boy, see, you confuse is, me. We're coming out of the holidays. I'm thinking, I don't smell any like game bird here. Okay, wild turkey. Yes. Okay. Old thank wild you. turkey. <laughs> you know, so that's what it rem- it's or you know one of those old Japanese turkeys. So. Um, that's what it reminds me of, but I, I enjoy it very much. So, so I have got nothing much to say, man. You guys did a good job on this. The what happened was to me, uh, I think the the water brought out more of this no, nose on this. Oh, it yeah. didn't really need it. Ninety two proof, it doesn't need it. But with a drop of water, it brings out some cracked pepper. Um, so on the the, I thought the palate was medium body, lots of vanilla. Cracked black pepper and bitter herbs came out. A little salty caramel. Um, it's it's quite fine. It's it's a yeah. different whiskey. It's than the very other very elegant. Yep. It's very very elegant and 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 very well done. Again, it's like like Brent said. If you gave this to somebody and said guess the age, the average person if they don't pick up on that old funk, and it's not a heavy funk. It's very very light. If they don't pick that up, they're going to probably say funk. they're going to say eight, maybe ten years tops. It's uh, it's very well done. We've done the the regular blade and bow on the show in the past several years ago. Um, this is the first time we're trying the twenty two, and and I, I you know hats off to them. They did a great job. I mean, it's it's really really lovely. So we're gonna rate the blade and we're gonna give the blade and bow twenty two year a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So we're going to move on to our next one, and that's the Booker's Bardstown Batch 2021-03. 
62.75% ABV, 125.5 proof. It is six years and five months old. Uh, the Booker's Batch that we're having honors the birth pl- uh, birthplace of the sixth-generation master distiller Booker No, along with several other generations of the Beam family members. Booker was born in Springfield, Kentucky, but spent a good amount of time in Bardstown visiting friends along with his grandfather, Jim Beam. After going to college, he moved to Bardstown full-time to join the family business. He lived in Bardstown for more than 50 years and was well-known in the community for his infectious personality. He was a, you know, he was, he was a pep, man, let me tell you. He was one of those. He's like hanging out with Jimmy Russell. You just spend five minutes with him. And he's you the one good. always had the ham in the trunk. That one, I don't know that story, but it wouldn't uh, surprise. That, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I think. I think that's the Booker story. And he was. He was the big host. He used to have yeah. huge parties at his house. He'd make make barbecue and pour a whole bottle of Booker's over it. Um, you know when he was. He wouldn't. Yeah, we am. That's what we had down here. Is is uh, he was known for serving his country ham in the backyard. So, but. Uh, this expression here, let's get to it. Again, it's got a beautiful copper color to it. On the nose, you definitely get the beam peanut. It's got a roasted cre- peanut. It's got a creaminess. This is not. This is not uh, no. green. No, it's got new. No, no, it's got a creaminess to it. It's like if you take a can of Planters peanuts and you open it up that first time and take that smell. It's it's mm. got that beautiful. And it's got a very creamy nose. It's a little, to me, it's a little sweet up in the tip, but that is actually blowing off a little bit now that it's been sitting here open for a while. Mm. And on the palate, I get some char up front. Um, it's got some nice spice to it mid palate, a little bit of oak, a little bit of vanilla. Got a nice finish to it. I'm chewing on it. Medium, yeah. Oh, you have to chew on. You have yeah. to chew on this one. Yeah, you have to. It's just. A, yeah, you need to anything, spread this one around. Anything it's, with it's the, a Booker's. You know, I mean, Booker's. You have to chew. You yeah. got to get that Kentucky chew going. I mean, it's Booker's, and and there's a lot of people in this hobby that can literally trace the first day that their eyes opened and they got into it. The first time somebody gave them a Booker's, a lot of people, you know, like what got you into the bourbon hobby? Well, I was at this place and somebody pulled out a bottle of Booker's. I mean, it's it's. You know, it's it's been around for a long time. I think it was eighty, was eighty eight when it came out. It was eighty four for Blanton's. I think it was eighty eight was Booker's, and I think ninety two was Lash Cray. Yeah, I think it was eighty eight. Um, but a lot of people can trace back their start and their whiskey journey to this. So, um, you know, fantastic. What do you think, Brent? Yes, I love this. I, on the palate, it was a huge pepper bomb to me. I got a lot of pepper right off the fr- right off the. Right off the front. What? Yes. Are you smoking crack? No, I have no. I have no taste, just like Justin. <laughs> There's uh, no pepper here. <laughs> you know, he was right with the roasted peanuts. I'll right. Oh him, yeah, the pe- yeah. oh the peanuts is goes without a doubt. That's uh, you know the vanilla, the oak, and stuff. But the it's pepper- a little more muted than your baseline. You know what? Right. Booker's. You know, I'm. I'm just apparently I'm a pushover and susceptible to any suggestion because now I'm smelling the black pepper. But to me, it's cinnamon. I get cinnamon. Oh no, yeah. There's a lot of cinnamon. The palace. Palace. Yeah. Right. On, so I got I got the but I got the pepper right off the bat. And then I got the and then all the other flavors came in after that. So it was that's but that's the first uh the first note that came to me. Yeah. What do you, you think, know, Justin? I think it's um very sweet expression and it drinks very hot, but most bookers do, and that's not a bad thing. 
Um, I would say wood predominates on the palate, and all the notes of vanilla, caramel, oak are under that. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a classic Booker's. It's a little bit muted. You know, if you go by the baseline for me, it's a you know a little bit on the more quiet side, but you know, extremely well done. I don't think it held, held up to water either. I just put some. Water no, in. I don't think it held up to water. But uh, you should try this without. The but water. straight up, it was straight up. It was it was delicious. So we're going to be rating this batch a well deserved three sips. Interesting. And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished talking about the Booker's Bardstown batch, uh, 2021-03. We gave that a well-deserved three sips, and we're going to be going on to our next one. We're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is the Booker Knows Stranger batch, 2021-4. It's, uh, it's a batch four. Oh, no, no, no strangers. No stra- Booker's No Strangers. N-O-E. Booker's yeah. No Strangers batch. It's a 62.2. <laughs> ABV, 124.4 proof. This is six years, six months, and 12 days. The fourth release of the Booker's Bourbon 2021 collection is Booker's Batch 2021-04. No Strangers Batch. This batch celebrates the genuine social nature of Booker No and the way he could turn a stranger into a friend for life in no time. His knack for making friends carried into his work as well. He wouldn't leave a bourbon event until he shook hands with everyone that wanted to talk to him. That's that's a fact. Oh, that's and you a know fact. what? If you've been, that's if you've a been, good rule of thumb because you don't want to shake the hands of people who are like trying to leave and he's like, "You're shaking my hand. I'm coming over there." No, none of that. See, he, it's a good. He, he had boundaries. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so we listen yeah, well, to this. Nowadays, you don't know. As punishment for your decision, it's company policy to give you the play. You've already played this one. I know, but it's, uh, you know, yeah, nobody so, wants to shake hands yeah. anymore. Fist yeah, so, so he listened to the stories from every customer he met, and just like that, he become a fan and a friend for life. So um, the nose on this one. Now, usually all the bookers are completely different, but to me, this one seemed almost like identical to the batch three, but on a more muted tone. Seriously, and, and a little bit sweeter. But and it's a little that, bit honestly, sweeter for me. Now that it's set out, it's flipped. I think <laughs> the, he's wrong. It was muted before, but now it seems to have opened up. Now it's and I just added some water to it and stuff. But I get uh, I get those those peanuts on the nose. I'm I glad get, he's enunciating uh, today. Of, yeah, because earlier he was not enunciating. Yeah. It was just bad time. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want you don't want those things on your nose. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, a little bit of pepper. Guess, there's nothing the wrong with that. I'm not judging. In fact, I'm sometimes grateful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I get a lot of the same notes as the as the previous batch. I get the vanilla, the oak, the little bit of pepper. Um, it's just I get a little bit of sweetness to this one that the other one didn't have. So these were probably the two closest for me that I've had of two bookers back to back. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, just for me, you know, yeah. the, I mean, if I'm when I have, you know, when I've had one, I had another. It's like, you know, they're they're they very taste different. They yeah. right, yeah. right. They very much uh, different from each other. What and do these you think? two are very close. What do you think, Justin? So I had the Elmer's glue note again, but that Stop. went away. After okay, moving on minutes. from Justin. <laughs> yeah. I got raisins, white pepper, um, gorgeous spice on the palate, vanilla, caramel. The wood's light on this one. And it just keeps getting sweeter on the palate as it goes. And the finish was medium when I started it. Now when I hit it, it's long. Yeah, the finish on this with the air has, has expanded yeah. hugely. 
Yeah, I agree with you guys both. Um, not so much the Elmer glue. I mean, I got red and yellow fruits. I got. I didn't get as much peanut when I first um, tasted this whiskey. It's still on the palate, but on the nose, I didn't smell it. It's, it's not roasted peanuts like the first one. It's a lot less. It's, it's a, a lot. lot it's, it's a it's, muted. It's a muted peanuts compared to the first one. <laughs> well, a, a, a smaller, flaccid peanuts. A smaller, <laughs> smaller peanuts on the nose. Okay, there's the call from the guys at NPR. All right. All right, so moving on. (laughs) Talk about legumes here. (laughs) What you talking about? All right, so we're going to be rating the uh, Booker's No, No Strangers Batch 2021-4, four sips. Yeah, this was definitely better than the last one. For me, personally. Personally, yeah. Well, it was... Even though it was more muted. We had it the other way, but but they changed over time. I disagree with you guys from the beginning. (laughs) That's the thing. I think <laughs> I was right, and now you've come around to my. All right, Mister Better, tell us about our next whiskey and make it quick. Oh God, I didn't even write any notes. I was we're six whiskeys into an eight whiskey trial. I've I've not been drinking for a month. Mm. All right, Baker's exclusive selection, eleven years, eight months old, fifty three point five percent ABV, one hundred seven proof. Baker's uh, generally are one hundred seven. This is the Baker's bourbon was uh, created by master distiller Booker Noe in 1992. It's part of the original small batch bourbon collection named after Baker Beam, his grandnephew of Jim Beam and master distiller at the Jim Beam Claremont Distillery for 38 years. The newest expression of the Baker's line, the Baker's exclusive selection, is made from extra aged single barrel Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey collected from some Baker Beam's favorite warehouses on the James B. Beam Distilling Company campus in Claremont, Kentucky. The color's the same as the others we were talking about. On the nose, I was hard-pressed hard to find the nose on this, and then Justin started talking. And I was like, Justin, you're a crazy man. But Justin, you were right. It's cornbread. It is jalapeno cornbread, spice, oak, and orange peel. And oh my God. Wow. Yeah, I thought maybe I'm just thinking about my, my wife's black-eyed peas the other last night. We have, Of course, we had you know January 1st, black-eyed peas. We're recording on the 2nd, by the way. Black-eyed peas, collard greens, cornbread. And this is cornbread and jalapeno. Just a hint. And it's beautiful. And on the palate, quite nice. Long, elongated palate. Covers it. Great pepper towards the back. Um, I want more of this, and I wasn't expecting to like this Baker's as much as I do, even though I think Baker's is probably the most underrated whiskey from the Beam portfolio, but I wasn't expecting this one to hit me as much as I did. Brent? I agree. It's very nice. A good medium finish. Standard Baker's. Medium? A nice medium finish. I don't think it was long. Um, I got all the stuff, the cornbread, everything, and enjoyed it. It was. It's just what you said. So, Justin? This is the most complex bakers I've ever had. Not only to have the the cornbread, but I got rosemary, vanilla, grass, menthol. I got really rich, complex nose. And the palate was really pleasant, too. Big cream soda note that was pretty cool. I want to make fun of you, but you hit cornbread, so I can't yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> well, I got I actually got like dulce de leche, like creamy sweetness, and then I got some citrus. Um, it's got a great exhale on it. You know, honestly, best bakers I've ever mm-hmm. had. You know, fabulous, really well done. So I got to look out for the exclusive selection yeah. of bakers, oh, and they're yeah. they're going to be releasing these, I believe, from time to time. So the new ones will come out, and they'll be different. So 
that this is the 11 year, eight month, and we're going to be rating at a well deserved four sips. That's classified. Yeah, back in the day, Bakers was always seven year old, 107 proof. So we're going to have Justin tell us about our next whiskey. So we're going to talk about Larceny Barrel Strength Batch C921. It's 61.3 alcohol by volume or 122.6 proof. No, I did not do the math right, right off the page. Following the traditional coding system established by Heaven Hill, the first letter of the batch number indicates what year the bottle is released, starting with A, while the second digit is a number that determines the month of the year that the bottle was released. Third and fourth digits indicate that year. The Larceny Barrel Proof C921 is the final batch of Larceny Barrel Proof for 2021. This was definitely the best Larceny Barrel Strength I've ever had. I got really nice caramel, cedar, creamy notes on the palate. It followed through with that creamy, gentle mouthfeel. Usually Larceny is pretty dry. It's good, but it's dry. This one defied the stereotype. The finish was was medium. Um, the longer this sits in the glass, the better it gets. What'd you think, Bob? I got weather. I got chocolate. I got dried cherries. Um, this is definitely, I think, the best batch this year. Um, and I think last year was the first year they did Larceny Barrel Proof. But this is definitely the best one of the of this year. Would a whiskey really advocate give this one a bunch of accolades or something? I don't remember. I really don't. Pay attention to what other people rate it. So what do you think, Brent? Yeah, I enjoy this. This is a great staple product for Heaven Hill that they've come out with. And it's one that, you know, that you're going to go on and pick it up off the shelf. And you know you're going to like it every single time you get it. I think they they should just Uh, make Larceny Barrel Proof, As a retailer, I just want to interject that in 2022. Um, Brent, you're not going to find the uh, barrel strength batch Larceny on the shelf, maybe behind the counter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I understand that. Honestly, but I mean, I, again, but I, think, is, I think they should just stick to making Larson a barrel proof because it's just yeah, it's, it's, it's so much better, so than, regular much better than regular ones. <laughs> okay. But then again, I say the same thing about Elijah Craig. Elijah Craig's great whiskey, great whiskey, but the barrel proof is just they're, they're yeah, each, they each have their own purpose. Yeah, and you know this is not everybody does barrel proof. Right, not right. everybody. A lot of a lot Thank of people. God. A lot of people do mixers and stuff like that, and so you need things like the regular Larceny, the regular Elijah Craig, and stuff for the mixers. Oh, if I'm These throwing are, a mixer, and I want to mix the barrel proof. Yes, <laughs> animal. <laughs> Go away, you tasteless heathen. <laughs> but it's, well, I, it's a great product. He's on the, not wrong, Bob. Sometimes you want the. If you're making a great cocktail, you want to start with the higher proof version. No, I'm pretty sure he's wrong. I'm pretty sure he's wrong. (laughs) Start with the higher proof version. Stand up to the ice. We're going to be Mm. giving the uh, our score for the Larceny Barrel Strength Batch C921 is going to be a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Great job on that batch, guys. So, so we're coming into our last whiskey of the day. It's the Old Forester 117 Warehouse K Batch Two. It's 55% ABV, 110 proof. The second release of the 117 series, Warehouse K. Uh, The Warehouse K was constructed in 1953 and uses the time-honored tradition of heat cycling and has been one of Old Forester's favorite places for single-barrel expressions. This one was blended by master taster Jackie Zykan, who's fantastic. I mean, just a just a, a real great lady anyway, but doing a fantastic job over there 
Um, this represents liquid from multiple floors and locations within Warehouse K, and this was unfortunately a Kentucky-only release. So you, so have- Bob, I noticed you're sauntering Ooh. through this read-through, whereas I caught getting the hurry up thing sign or whatever. Go ahead. Yeah. We need to move because we're running out of time. So eight whiskeys. Okay, good. So I want to yeah. just b- before you do your note, the heat cycling has doesn't everyone do that? No, not everybody. Not everybody. Some people are just straight rickhouses. Some put heating elements in there to you know heat it up in the winter and cool it off. So not everybody does it. Buffalo Trace, most of theirs, I believe, pretty much all of theirs, I think, are heat cycled. Okay. So okay. I didn't realize. So this okay. one's got on the nose. It's just to me. It's it's those fried cherry pies when you were a kid that you would get at the convenience store it's there's that pastry note there's that sweetness there's the dark cherry on it mm. and on the palate I couldn't afford the dark cherry pie when i was a kid bob i had the the red cherry pie <laughs> well your mother your mother doesn't love you we've went over we are, this time and time again that's just like a proven did you, fact did you have red drink for breakfast yeah. Red drink. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, he he didn't even get red drink. He we, got we had, we had pale tea. yellow drink. We yeah. had tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this one's just, I mean, it's it's got a beautiful palette on it. There's a bunch of layers to this one. It is layered. Mm. Gorgeous. Yeah, I'm getting, mm. I'm getting a pile of flavor out of this. I mean, I'm getting brown sugar. I'm getting toffee. It's got a nice, it's got a nice mouthfeel to it. It runs over the tongue real well. What do you think, Brett? Yeah, that fried cherry pie that pretty much nailed it. Yeah, you know, you, you can add this, you can add some of the other stuff in there a little bit of tobacco, pepper, maybe not the healthiest stuff. flavor on earth, but damn it, oh, I like a oh, fried man, pie. Those, those were good. You know, God bless stuff, Bucky's; you know, they but, still make fried apple pie. I'm not pie. saying Bob's yeah. a smart yeah. man. I mean, he is you a know, lawyer, but, but he has know, he has flavors down. He knows that. That fried cherry pie. He's a Remember savant. when you could still get a fried pie in this country, <laughs> damn it. Uh, it's, that's just, why they have the home version of deep fryers. It's just mm-hmm. sad that all you can get yeah. this in is Kentucky, and the rest of us are going to miss out on it. Except for, you know, so. Oh, you well, know. There's you take a trip to Kentucky. Out of the I know, I know. And, <laughs> yeah. and, what, and what are the chances of finding it if you do make a trip? So. Well, it depends on when you're there, I guess. Yeah. You know? But uh, overall, this is just a great product. Uh, I uh, can't wait for them to start doing this on a nationwide level and stuff. Just I don't think they could make enough of this for nationwide. You think they could? I think she's um, she's good enough that she could she could do something. She might not get quite this, but I think she could probably blend something yeah. up similar. You know, right. at least a close. Lot of whiskey you have to use for nationwide supplies. This is so good. Okay, then hell with it. Just Florida. Our next release will be Kentucky and Florida. Our next release will be Kentucky and particularly South Florida in the corporate offices of Sip, Sets, and Smoke. So, you know, that would be fine by me. I really wouldn't complain about it. I believe the show is in actually out of Memphis, but whatever. Well, that's the home office. The home office. That ain't where we at. So <laughs> we're yeah, the satellite. Yeah. We're, in, yeah. we're in the basement of Florida. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll send up what's left to to uh, Tennessee. It's fine. Yeah. No, we won't. Let <laughs> 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 them get their own. <laughs> <laughs> they're close. They're next door to Kentucky. Are they sending us any beer from there? No, they're no. not. So uh, yeah, I've been listening. Uh, let me tell you, I, Mike and the gang up there, good old gal Juliana. You guys are doing some great beer shows. Thank you. I'm, I'm I'm finding a bunch of new beers to drink. Oh, there's a whole bunch of uh, new stuff. We just did the coming attractions for 2022, and they've got some interesting stuff coming. But what what do you think about this one? 
This yeah. is absolutely marvelous. That's all I have to say. That was that was his standard. Let me uh, tell you, darling, this is wonderful, and it is much more important to look good than to feel good. Let me tell you this. I'm, I'm glad we brought and Billy Crystal back. Look, marvelous. is he still alive? <laughs> yes, Billy okay. Crystal. Yes, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So uh, I'm I and you know let's, let's pour all pour one out for Betty White. Yeah. Uh, took to took 2021 out with her. She was a gangster, man. She jumped on 21 2020 she, and said, "I'm taking you out with me." She Eight used to decades drink, in show business. Yep. She used to drink says her cereal with whiskey. Come on. I, I mean, love how it. do you beat really? that? That's yeah. great. How do you beat yeah. that? No, you don't. Yeah. Well, we're going to rate we the start. Old Forester 117 Warehouse K batch to a well-deserved four sips. Cheers, gentlemen. And cheers. We're going to rate Betty White Oh my goodness. Five sips. Five sips. The original gangster, baby. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio across North America and Canada, and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, radio Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and pretty much any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or whoever the person is that talks back to you. Play podcasts, sip suds, and smokes. But what if my wife talks back to me? Your wife doesn't even talk to you. <laughs> we love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at sipsudsandsmokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on these social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at sipsudsandsmokes or at MadeManBob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, it's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. If I had to drink any one of these for the rest of the year and that's all I could drink, I could survive. I think you right. probably make I it. think I could survive. All right. Yeah, thank God. That's yeah. a good way to put an episode. And thank you, Harm. Thank you, Bob, and, and I sincerely mean it on the on the first show of the 2022 episodes. Thank you. Yeah, but we're on a plywood table. Remember that. Though, yeah. So. In a basement. And thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. This is the way to start every year. That's all I have what? to say. Drinking in the yes. basement? Yes. <laughs> Drinking in the basement every well, year. That's pretty much every day around here. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> no, it's a good start. Yeah. I mean, we pretty much start most days this way, much less New Year's. <laughs> so. Well, this is Made Man Bob, and we want to thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. And gentlemen, not happening. Here's to Betty White. Cheers. Cheers. A gangster, baby. The original. has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.